You are listening to the Supermom is Getting Tired podcast. I'm your host, Tori Henderson, and this is episode 82. All links and show notes can be found by going to lifecoachingforparents.com slash 82. Welcome to the Supermom is Getting Tired podcast. This show is designed for moms who invest everything into parenting, but get overwhelmed, lost, and resentful. Listen and learn how to unburden yourself, feel calm, full of energy, and in control. I'm your host, Master Certified Life Coach, Teacher, and Recovering Supermom, Tori Henderson. Hello, Supermoms. I had such an awesome week. It's September. I had a great birthday. We had terrible smoke, but now I'm back in the fresh air and blue skies. Boy, makes you appreciate that for sure. I got to do a confident kid challenge this week and had a free coaching call today. So I got to meet some of my podcast listeners and see you in person and interact with you. And that was super special. So that's so fun to get to um, put a face to this idea, I guess I have that people are listening (laughs) face to the stats. So anyways, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you for telling your friends about it. Oh my gosh. I love it. Thank you so much for, we all, especially nowadays, we all need so much help, as much help as we can get. Moms are under a lot of pressure and this whole crisis schooling and just trying to manage everything. It's really hard, especially when you have a tendency towards perfectionism and pressure, self-pressure. So I'm seeing a lot, a lot of issues are bubbling up to the surface for moms. So today I wanted to talk about mental spinning is how I'm calling it. Maybe you guys have a better word for it, but this is coming from Karina. And Karina says, so often I find myself spinning in circles, not physically, but mentally. When I'm in my house with my kids, there's so much going on, so many demands, so many to-dos, I feel overwhelmed. I want to feel focused and productive, but something happens to me when I'm in my house. I'm constantly working, doing things, but not feeling like I'm accomplishing anything. This mental spinning is my supermom kryptonite. How can I snap out of this mental state so I can feel like I'm riding a wave instead of drowning in it? Karina. All right. So I'm going to start with the parent education answer, which isn't really parent education. This is more of just the information answer. If you were to Google and look it up, What do I do about this? Because what you're describing is kind of like, some people might call it overwhelm. Some people might call it mentally spinning. Some people might call it zombie mommy mode, but it is taxing. It is not good for us. It's not a pleasant place to dwell, but it's super common because super moms, especially these days, we are stuck in our houses or we think we're stuck in our houses. And we're surrounded by constant messes, constant tasks, people and pets demanding our attention. We are constantly working, but feeling so scattered that we don't get the benefit of work. The benefit of work is productivity, accomplishment, satisfaction, those things that give you a little hit of dopamine, things that give you that reward chemical in your brain. Instead, we're just constantly surrounded and our 
by work and our attention is being pulled outside of ourselves so that it's really hard to focus. When you live in an interruption-rich environment, it is really hard to stay focused on you and what you want to accomplish. And so I think this COVID has really compounded the problem because so many people are staying home more. Where before, I don't know about you guys, but I would get in my car and drive to pick kids up at school or drive to you know, volleyball practice, whatever. And I would process my day by like that short 10 minute, 15 minute drive was my mental kind of purging and processing. And so all the things that I'd forgotten to do or, you know, needed to bounce back into my brain came in during that drive. And now we're not always driving anywhere. So we get kind of stuck in this mentally spinning and we think that we can't stop. We can't walk out the door and take a break because either work's going to pile up and there's going to be so much we'll be behind. And so that doesn't sound good. Or we think we're going to expose ourselves to COVID or it's like too much of a hassle. I'll have to wear a mask or it'll be unsafe or whatever. So we think we tell ourselves that we can't go outside to clear our heads and we can't take a break. This is not a rewarding way to go through life. (laughs) It's legit and common, but it's not rewarding. This zombie mommy mental state of not feeling fully alive where your attention is inside your own body, this is stage two on the four steps to super mom burnout. So I want to invite you to stop tolerating this unfocused mental state. If you are stuck in this, you have my permission to get out of it. (laughs) I don't want you to think that this is how life has to be. You deserve to feel better than this. Your kids need you to feel better than this. No kid wants their mom to be a zombie. Yes, sure, they want you to feed them breakfast, lunch, and dinner and wait on them hand and foot, but they don't need you to be a zombie. So, I really believe that everyone needs a life coach during this crazy pandemic year. Now is the perfect time. Now that school's back in session, now that all the issues are bubbling up to the surface, this is the time to learn mind management techniques, which is what Karina needs. This is what we're talking about here. She needs to be the boss over her brain and tell it what to focus on so she can feel better, okay? And it's just really easy for a lot of us to tune in to the needs and desires of our kids and ignore ourselves. You can imagine that some people, let's let's see, how do I say this? Some people hear their own voice so loudly inside their own head that there's no room for anybody else's out there. (laughs) I know some of you have kids who you can see this with, right? They might be highly dramatic. They might have strong personalities where they're not tuning into everybody else around them. Their own voice speaks so loudly inside their own head that they can't help but listen, okay? So these are not the people that usually listen to Super Moms Getting Tired podcast because they're so full of them and vigor and full of their own energy that they might need to be reminded to think about other people. Super Moms are moms who walk into their house 
filled with children and pets and husbands and demands, and they feel immediately pulled in many different directions. Okay, so there's a few different techniques. You could choose the one that you like the best. Number one, breathing. There is a reason that this is the first thing that comes up when you Google how to deal with overwhelm. The breath is very powerful. When you take slow, relaxing, deep breaths, it tells your brain that you are not in a state of fight or flight, you are not in an immediate danger, that all is well, that you could relax and it is safe to do so. We don't get to have much say over our central nervous system. It kind of does whatever it wants to do. If it's going to go into freeze, fight mode, flight mode, it just kind of reacts, okay? But the one part of this fight or flight response we do have control over is our breathing. And so if you were to just close your eyes, because that helps disconnect the brain and the thinking, the mental spinning, and focus on your breath and where in your body you feel it, and notice it moving in and out of your nostrils, notice if the air feels warm or cool, notice if it's coming out of the left nostril more than the right. Notice if your stomach moves in and out when you breathe. If you focus on it, it will shift you. The problem is when we're in hyper fight or flight mode, running around crazy, trying to get stuff done, we think we don't have time to breathe. (laughs) So if the thought of breathing makes you irritable, let's go on to number two which is just to bring your attention inside your body. Forget about the breathing. But to, like, Eckhart Tolle has this thing where he he holds his hands up in the air, not touching anything. And he says, how do you know that you have hands? With your eyes are closed and your hands aren't touching anything, how do you know? And that question, what the question does is it brings your attention into your hands and it starts to feel around for the energy of your hands. And so it brings you into the present moment. When your eyes are closed and your attention is on your body, it grounds you. It refocuses you. You can also do this with your immediate surroundings. So you can just say, okay, I'm going to name five things I see in front of me. I see a computer. I see a laptop. I see a microphone. I see a chair. I see a window. And just something simple as that gets you into the present moment, out of the mental spinning and focused and just calm, okay? So you can also do this exercise if you look up, I like to look out the window. So you look out the window and you pick a spot to stare at. And I'm so I'm looking at the top of a tree and I say, okay, I see some leaves at the top of the tree. There's a straight trunk. Uh, there's half the leaves are in the sun, the other half are in the shade. I can see that they all come to a point so that they're, and you just describe what you see for 60 seconds. This doesn't take long, but it does take discipline. Okay. So number one, breathe. Number two, focus on the present moment or your surroundings. Number three, get moving. Every time you catch yourself in that negative thought spiral of like spinning, do five burpees. Do five jumping jacks. Go for a quick walk or a jog. Dance for two minutes. So so when you do this, again, it's kind of like telling the brain, it's kind of saying, hey, 
we're exercising now. We're going to get our heart rate up. The movement interrupts that mental spinning. And so it's, it like almost calibrates it. Your mind is moving fast. So when your body moves fast, it's like, oh yes. Okay. This makes sense. Now we're both aligned. And then when you stop after a couple of minutes, you get your body's and your central nervous system can relax, drop back down into that green relaxation mode and reboot, okay? Refocus. So number three is exercise. Number four, my favorite, write things down. Grab a journal, grab a pen. For me, it was like I would go outside or away from the distractions, away from the mess, away from my tasks in the house, away from my laptop, away from my phone. I mean, think about the, the mental spinning and the rabbit hole that your phone can be sometimes, the social media can be. As soon as you catch yourself mentally spinning or in that kind of exhausting downward spiral, you immediately step away, walk away, grab paper, old-fashioned paper and a pen. Don't try to take notes on your phone because it's too much of the same thing. And so you just, you, you put a pen to paper. So what that does is when you're staring at a blank paper, you become aware of your thoughts in your head. It brings you into what's going on for you right now. And if you go to my website, I have daily journal questions that you can ask yourself every day, every morning, every evening. So go to lifecoachingforparents.com and download your uh, the daily journal questions. This is what I use to get me refocused. And then number five, another thing you can do is to take a big picture perspective. So my sister, when she used to grocery shop with her three little ones, she used to pretend that she was being filmed for a TV show. And I thought that was such a great idea. And so it just made her feel very present, made her act very kindly and patient with her kids when they were acting up or being silly. And she used to just kind of pretend that she was being filmed on TV like a super nanny show. And it helped her kind of cope with this what could be a very chaotic experience. So when you look outside at your life, it helps. You can, if it's dusk, turn all your lights on inside the house, go outside and look in through your window. Look back into your house from the outside and notice how peaceful it seems. If you're a stranger looking in, it doesn't look chaotic. It doesn't look like anybody's mentally spinning. It looks very lovely from the outside. You can imagine that you're being beamed up to outer space and you're looking down on your life from above. You can ask yourself, will this matter 10 years from now? Or if today was my last day on earth, how would I feel right now? So all those things are taking us up to the bigger picture so that we can get perspective. Left unsupervised, our mind will take us into many unpleasant directions. We've got to discipline the mind like it's a naughty puppy, okay? It's chewing up your shoes. It's peeing on the carpet. It's annoying as heck, but it's innocent. It's sweet. It doesn't mean any harm, but it will wreak havoc on your life if you leave it to its own devices. So brains and puppies just will wreak havoc on our lives if we do not discipline them. 
So be firm with yourself, with your brain. You want to say it. Hey, brain, <laughs> we are not going to play this game today. Uh-uh. We are not going down that negative thought spiral. We're not going to talk about what a terrible mother I am, what a terrible job I am, and how I can't get anything done, and I'm not doing enough, and I have so much to do. We're not going to go there. Uh-uh. Stop. I'm a good mom, and I'm feeling overwhelmed at the moment. I'm going to walk away. I'm going to take a break. I will refocus and start again. And just like with puppy training, every, you got to do it every time. So every time that puppy starts to pee on the carpet, you yell at it and say, no. If your brain starts to go down into that z- zombie, unfocused, kind of going through the motions place, you stop it. You say, uh-uh, nope, we're not going to do that. I'm going to reboot. Use your calm leadership energy on yourself, on your own brain. You are in charge of it. Do not let it be in charge of you. The life coaching answer, what gets in our way from disciplining the brain? Well, it's the Hebbian theory today. I want to talk about this Hebbian theory. So the Hebbian theory is a neuroscientific theory claiming that an increase in synaptic efficacy arises from a presynaptic cell's repeated and persistent stimulation of a postsynaptic cell. Did y'all get that? <laughs> Better known as what fires together, wires together. Let's imagine someone has tragically lost a loved one in the fall. And they have to deal with the emotional loss, the grief, the funeral arrangements, the tragedy, all of that in the fall. Well, a year later, fall starts rolling around. The feel of crisp autumn air, the color of the changing leaves might trigger a grief response. It might trigger stresses where that person doesn't even realize what's happening. They're like, what's wrong with me? Why do I feel so out of sorts? And I just feel so sad and I feel so lost. Well, it could be that, that this is arising without any conscious awareness of your part because of this, what fires together, wires together. So the sounds and the smell of fall, you can start to connect with this feeling of grief or sadness or loss or whatever. And so this anchors in the brain so much so that we don't even realize it. It can happen without our awareness. And then over time, every fall where you don't experience a tragedy, the brain unwires this, rewires, okay? So on a more positive note, whenever I sip my favorite cocktail, I am transported to the beaches of Hawaii. The taste, the smell, the texture of a Kahlua colada, oh, immediately relaxes me. If I was to drink one of these cocktails like at home every day, it would undo the wiring. So I save it for special occasions so that it will always make me think of lying on a beach under a palm tree. So what fires together, wires together. I would ask Karina if anyone else who finds or anybody else who finds themselves mentally spinning in their home, how often you find yourself focused and clear headed in your house. If it's still possible, let's say it's like 50 50, half the time you're focused and productive, the other half of the time you feel a little unfocused, then okay, maybe 
you haven't wired together your house with the state. But if the thought of just, just the thought of walking into your house makes you start to feel unfocused and just this kind of ungrounded feeling, it might be that your home has wired together into this part of your brain. And so that this, what fires together, wires together, this Hebbian theory might be happening to you so that before you even get into your house, you start to feel unfocused and ungrounded. And so it's not even in the present moment. You're not even reacting to the demands of the kids or the mess of the house. You know, it just might be that it's wired together. Okay. So let's imagine that you create the same triggers. You got the kids, the house, the schoolwork, the pets, but you are at an Airbnb or you're at a campground or in a trailer. Like, do you feel the same way or does it feel different to you? Are you able to cope with all those different pulls of attention in a different environment? If it would be easier in a different environment to prioritize and focus, then we need to rewire your home to become a place of relaxing and peace. And the way to do this is to find one space. It could be three feet by three feet. It does not need to be big, but one space that is a center for clarity and calm for you. This is your space. This could be a little meditation space. It could be a like a little altar in your home. It could be your, the throne, otherwise known as the toilet, <laughs> where you have a place you can go where you can shut the door. If you have a closet, I remember Glennon Doyle Melton was talking about, she had a space inside the walk-in closet where she would write. And she said something about having the double doors was super helpful because they had to walk through the kids, had to walk through the bedroom door and into the closet door. So it just gave her a little extra buffer so that she could make this her private space. It could be outside in a chair under a tree. It could be in your car. I want to call on all you moms who are stuck at home with your kids and work and husbands to start utilizing your car more, to drive to a park. Because this is what happened to me. Like when I was get really flustered like that and mental spinning and unfocused, once I started becoming aware of it, awareness is the first step, and I knew like I just needed a reboot is I could take my laptop to the coffee shop on the corner, sit amongst a crowd of people and focus. Somehow having a bunch of people around me, but ignoring me really helped me focus on what I was trying to accomplish. I cannot sit in a crowded coffee shop anymore because of COVID. And so this is taken away. So now I'm getting into my car and I'm driving to a park where I can look at beautiful flowers and focus. And so I want you to think about using your car, park around the corner, go drive to a beautiful neighborhood where none of the yard work is your yard work to look at, okay? I want you to have no visible tasks in this three by three foot space to call your own. If you are looking, if you're sitting under a tree looking at weeds that need pulling, turn around the other direction. (laughs) It needs to offer a sense of peace. So if this, if you want to create a little space in your home, you know, you can make it look nice. You could put your favorite candles and, you know, beautiful picture or something, a pretty journal, but we just want it to be like a mini sanctuary for you to anchor yourself 
into peace. When you catch yourself feeling unfocused and overwhelmed, leave it, walk away, and go to your sanctuary. Ground and regroup. So then your little sanctuary is going to take on the quality of energy that's focused and grounded. And so as you can do this in a three five three by three foot space, then you can start bringing it more into your home, into your living room, into your kitchen, so that eventually you can feel as calm in your own home as you do sipping a Kalua Kalada on a beach in Hawaii. Today's super mom kryptonite. This is one thing that causes that mental spinning that we're talking about. There's lots of things that can cause it, but one of them is multitasking. So that is today's super mom kryptonite. Now we moms are pretty good at it, but that does not mean it's good for our mental health. Multitasking or focusing on more than one task at the same time is a super mom kryptonite because it weakens our power. Trying to focus on two things simultaneously, research shows it makes us move slower, reduces our efficiency, less productive, and even lowers our IQ because what we're talking about is focus. If we're trying to focus on two things, it is not helpful, it's not easy, and it makes you feel crazy. That isn't to say that you can't do two things at once because I know you're super moms and you got lots of things to do. You just need to only focus on one thing at a time. So if you can fold laundry easily and automatically, then you might be able to do it while helping your son with this homework because your focus would be on the homework, not on the clothes. And so you might not have negative consequences from doing that. Doing the dishes might be a mindless activity that frees up enough attention for you to listen to a podcast, cook dinner, or just, you know, chat with the kids. But if you're trying to follow a new recipe that you haven't done before while helping with homework, then you're going to be exhausted by the time you're finished cooking dinner. And so when your attention gets pulled too thin, it results in decreased productivity, focus, and that sense of satisfaction. Because remember, your energy goes where your attention goes. And there's nothing that feels better when you're trying to feel focused and grounded, try to only do one thing at a time. And even if that's just like watching TV, like I'm going to sit here, I'm going to watch a show and I'm not going to do anything else. You'll feel so much better. I'm going to play a game with my kids, but I'm not going to play a game with my kids while also trying to do laundry. If it's diverting your focus, there's something really nice about only focusing on one thing at a time. That will help you as well as all these other techniques. Okay, but today's Supermom Power Boost is something I am now calling a peace trailer. With COVID, many families, many of my clients have invested in RVs and trailers for fun summer getaways. Well, <laughs> just because fall is here, do not put that trailer away just yet because my clients are discovering that having a trailer parked outside their house makes an excellent sanctuary for a mom. Now, one client 
called hers the peace trailer in true supermom style. She designated it as a place for her kids to go regroup and find peace. Whenever her kids felt like they needed a break or they were getting a little too crazy, that they could go to the trailer, to the peace trailer to find peace. And of course, she didn't think that mom might benefit from that too. But it is the perfect place for mom to go to create like a little mini sanctuary to find peace. It's clean. It's devoid of to-do lists. It's not filled with people. You get to be alone with your own thoughts, to hear your own, you know, things going inside your head, but to also to feel your own feelings and not be surrounded by so much chaos and demands. And hopefully any memories that might emerge in the trailer are also positive from a relaxed summer vacation. So today's Superbomb Power Boost, find yourself a peace trailer and use it every time you feel like you are drowning instead of riding the wave. And unfocused and scattered is not a way to live. So if you can't get a trailer, create a little mini sanctuary inside your house, discipline that crazy puppy brain of yours, tell it no, go to your peace trailer for a coaching call or to meditate or to write in your journal and be the boss of your own mind. Today's quote of the day, I will not let anyone walk through my mind with their dirty feet. Mahatma Gandhi. Thanks so much for listening. I hope to get to meet more of you. If you feel like you are ready at this point in life to give life coaching a try, you can go to lifecoachingforparents.com slash work with me and schedule a free discovery call. I cannot imagine a better investment of my time and money during this crazy year of crisis schooling than to invest in life coaching, which teaches you how to manage your mind. So you guys have a great rest of your day. I will love you and leave you. Want a free life coaching session? Go to lifecoachingforparents.com and schedule yours today. And thank you so much for listening. I would love it if you would subscribe and share these podcasts with your friends. If you have a question you'd like me to answer on the air, go to lifecoachingforparents.com slash record my question and you can send me a voicemail recording or write me an email and I'll answer it on the air. Thanks again. Have a great day.